it feels like possibilities open. You're describing my office hours every day. Hey, Howard, we're back, and we're, for some crazy reason, revisiting the same topic. <laughs> it was a popular topic. Certainly a very important topic, so I'm glad we're back here. We were talking muscle mass and strength, longevity, and it was remarkable how many people were. I had people tweeting at me, emailing at me. I had no one stop me on the street, but I did have someone screen grab a text from a friend and say, I just listened to that latest Kodrowski Lux thing, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know it's resonating with some people. Uh, yeah, I'm but... big in the texting crowd, apparently. So. <laughs> But well, we got a lot of questions from it, so I thought that was fascinating. So I'll sp I'll spin the magic wheel of questions. Start us off. So one of the questions we got was, if I can do only three things, what would they be? And I said, well, like three things for what? Like to get stronger, to get more powerful, to be build cardiovascular fitness. And he just basically, the guy tweeted back at me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Where would you start? Yeah. So, actually, I need to know who the question is coming from and what yeah. they're optimizing for, right? So, we spoke to Dr. Samilan. Uh, it's fantastic. And he made it clear that we need two 90-minute Zone 2 episodes uh, a week build uh, mitochondrial base, right, to, right, in, right. to increase the number. But how realistic is that? It's not mm. for most of us, uh, for those of us who work every day. Uh, honestly, unless you're planning on cutting your 100-mile bike riding time substantially or you want to try and rank <laughs> in hill climbing, it's probably yeah. not that important. Um, most people aren't maintaining the mitochondria they already have. So I always ask people uh, focus on some aerobic ex ex exercise. And it's really important to remember that all the studies showing a decrease in all-cause mortality associated w with walking reveal that it only needs to be 6,000 steps a day. So yeah, it's not a huge number. No, you could be a busy person. You can park in the furthest parking spot from work. Uh, you don't have to walk a straight path from your car to the front door. Same thing when you leave. You, know, you yeah. take your dog out for a 10-minute walk, and you're going to, by the, by the end of the day, have 8,000 steps. Um, you don't have to jump on a bike for 60 minutes. You can jump on a bike for 20 minutes. Um, you can pick up a pail of water and walk around your basement, and you're getting your balance uh, by a semi-farmer's walk while you're getting some aerobic work. So you have to be creative in these situations. You have to figure out what time you do have, and you focus on what you can do. Uh, three things. Aerobic. You want to get at least yeah. six, 8,000 steps a day in. Uh, over 45, you want to work on balance and, of course, strength. Uh, strength, if you're going to be very limited, some body weight squats, some body weight deadlifts, some calf raises, um, I think you're good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a, a great simplified view of it because it's, it's, 
it's got this misnomer that if you can't put in all of the hours, then I might as well put in none of the hours, which is just, I mean, a toxic relationship to have with your own health, right? Oh, it's terrible. Uh, it just compounds itself. Uh, interesting, because there was someone at work who listened to our podcast, and he's about 60. And he was professing, look, I've had no changes. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, well, besides being a doctor. Um, simple. Do you find it harder to open jars now than you did a few years ago? Yes. Uh, okay. Then I don't have anything else to say. Uh, things, they creep up on us, just as yeah. we discussed. Uh, yeah. Then all, And all of a sudden, as you said, yeah. Then, it, it, then it's there. Okay, so uh, quiz question, by the way. I was just looking uh, for your <laughs> comment on steps. How many steps did Paul have today? One, two, three, go. Uh, 12,500. Oh, that's a pretty good guess. 14,805, I just noticed here. Yeah. That's very, That's very to use this ter the technical term, very steppy. <laughs> so I had 11,400, and I operated all day. Um, yeah, that's amazing. What were you doing? Were you just pacing around the theater? So I do a lot of walking around the hospital between cases. I won't uh -huh. sit and I'll walk the floors. I'll walk outside. I park in the furthest spot from the door. Uh, push it. Uh, yeah. But that's that's really, I mean, to be more serious, that's a really instructive example, though, right? Because you're... You're tied down to whatever you had two or three cases today that you were operating on, and and you've got other things going on, and yet you still manage to get in well, well over ten thousand steps in the day. Correct. You can do so, these. Um, so the next question, spinning the great wheel of questions again, <laughs> and this is one I hear a lot, and I had people say, say it to me on something else that we did. I don't remember what it was, but anyways, they basically said, Paul, you're freakish, you're motivated. I'm not motivated. How do you how do you stay motivated? Now I, I'm going to give my own partial answer to this right away because I only realized this is classic me. I only realized relatively recently how freakish I am about this stuff that I enjoy suffering when I'm running or biking. <laughs> I actually find that hugely pleasurable. If I'm just rolling along with the wind tousling my hair, it mostly makes me miserable. But if I can, if I feel like I'm working hard or at least working on a sustained basis that I'm putting in a real effort to the point that I can't think about too many other things other than what I'm doing, whether it's a run or a ride or whatever else. Now, this is just cardio stuff, but it applies in some similar ways to weights. I'm not very happy. I used to think that the problem was that most people just haven't discovered the wonders of suffering because if they did, <laughs> they'd be converted like me. But I've realized to my chagrin that I'm just wrong, that most people actually, even when you reveal the eternal wonders of suffering, they just say, yeah, no, not for me. That's not my thing. So this, hence this question about how do you stay motivated is not my problem, but I 100% is a legitimate question. It's a very legitimate question. And it's really hard to incentivize some people to do it. Uh, I look at pictures of my kids every day. Uh, I know how uh, pretty terrible this world is and how often they're calling us or writing us and asking for advice. Uh, certainly, mm -hmm. my strongest motivation is to be around longer uh, and uh, able to interact physically with them. Uh, second, I don't want to have to be walking around with a limp, with a cane, on five different medications, uh, just watching my scale go up. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. find that motivation 
uh, live longer and live healthier, uh, promote my lifespan and health span together, simultaneously uh, motivating. Uh, and look, we won't get through to everyone. Deep down, everyone knows they need to do it. Uh, deep down, most people want to do it. Uh, yeah. The key is to just get them to start. Uh, a lot of them will get hooked. Uh, whether it's that uh, that you feel and <laughs> I feel and we sort of on some strange level or yeah. just the feeling that it's easier to walk up and down stairs, uh, you're not short of breath, it doesn't feel like an effort, uh, start to see the gains. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about short-term stuff? Because I said something similar to, to someone recently about your kids and this and that. And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That gives me a motivation in the long run. But like, it's Tuesday at 8 o'clock and I don't want to do anything. What's like a daily motivation I could have? I said, and this you just alluded to it right there, but I, just the idea of once you start, I mean, I don't know whether it's Snapchat or Instagram. I think it's Snapchat. One of them has this idea of a streak that every day it rewards you and says, oh, this is your umpteenth day in a row of sending out something dubious on Snapchat. They don't use the word dubious. I do. And uh, I said, think about it in those terms. Think about how the little dopamine hit you get from a streak of continuing to do something, that that same idea, but just in being active. That's is why the, this idea of a streak can apply a perfectly well to just your day-to-day -day motivation to continue doing what you did yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you know, we gamify everything, and we can certainly gamify this, and, and kudos to Peloton for sort of, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. you know they yeah. did these high fives and you go on a ride and everyone is high fiving you. And the only people who I high five are the people who I'm about to pass. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it is motivating, I guess, on some level. Um, you know, at first. This is the end of the free public preview of the Simpla Vita podcast. For the full podcast, including a transcript and show notes, you can upgrade at simplavita.com. This podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. We will not respond to requests for medical advice.